the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Love. Courage. Truth. Glenn Beck. Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn. Glenn's back Tuesday morning. Um, the Me Too movement heated up again yesterday. First of all, Harvey Weinstein turned himself in. And so he's in jail right now awaiting, uh, I think, awaiting a, a hearing yes. later on today. Yes, he's had, a, uh, they're taking him for a hearing uh, later today. So he's in some serious, uh, serious trouble with the accusations against him because some of the accusations are that he raped women. Also, Morgan Freeman's uh, reputation was called into question yesterday as well. I mean, here's a guy who's revered. He sure is. Absolutely revered by people. And he's already apologized for it. Uh, you know, in kind of the kind of the way that, yeah, I, I, I don't know that I did anything wrong, but if you're upset by whatever I did, sorry. I'm sorry. It was kind of one of those things. Uh, but one of the reporters uh, had this to say about an experience with him on a press junket. One of those comments was caught on tape. In this comment that's on tape, he says to me, boy, do I wish I was there while looking me up and down. Oh, no. I was six wow. months pregnant at the time, and mm-hmm. his co-stars, Alan Arkin and Michael Caine, were seated on either side of him and actually looked at him. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Can you can you process all of that? No, I mean, it was so horrifying that the two men seated on either side of him actually looked at him they looked at him now you know it's got to be bad for those two to look at him i mean they're they're sitting right there and then they look at him look at him when he made this comment to me again it was caught on tape and take a take a note of freeman's eyes in this clip all right one time I, I congratulated the woman on being pregnant and she wasn't. Now this is Michael, Michael Caine talking to the reporter at first. Um, and so I've never done it again. CNN, For 50 years I've never done it. You've learned your lesson. I learned my lesson. Lord, um, do I wish I was there. Uh, this movie is... Huh. Okay. So he's talking about... Michael Caine is talking about one time... He asked a woman when she was due and she wasn't pregnant, right. so he learned his lesson. He's never asked a woman again. She says you learned uh, your lesson, and Morgan Freeman says, boy, do I wish I was there. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's referring to there. I I guess you could make something sexual and weird out of that. I don't know that he meant it that way. But here's the thing. Yeah. It was, well, the two co-stars looked at it. <laughs> so, so you know it was bad. Yeah. You know it was bad. And he probably belongs in prison. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people. There's probably today. I would guess that there's fewer than should be people in prison because other people looked at each other when they said something. For sure, I think that's true. That's a good statement, Jeff. It's powerful. <laughs> uh, Michelle in Iowa, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I think that Morgan Freeman was responding to Michael Caine's comment. Possible. Being called out. I think that's a possibility. It absolutely is. So he's saying because 
Kane is saying, I so my I learned my lesson, and he's saying, boy, I wish I was there, meaning that I've learned my lessons, too. Is that what? Is that what you're getting out of it, or that he no, has? No, I, I think I think he was referring to that he wishes he would would have been there to observe Michael Caine being chewed out by. Oh, okay, okay. could be that too. Okay, I yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Well, I, there, I mean, there's there's a couple of different ways thank to Michelle. take that right now. I yeah. mean, thank you. So either way you you <laughs> you take it, any way you take it, it isn't. And even if it was, yeah, I wish I was there with uh, you know Morgan Freeman creepy eyes. Hmm. Um. He wasn't <laughs> true. I mean, he was right. He yeah. wasn't. It, it, it was something so spoken. You can you can wish you can't wish you were someplace anymore if you're someplace else, right? Especially if Alan Arkin and Michael Caine look at you at you, and they did, and they did. I but I don't know. This is where we are. It sure is in this Me Too movement. This. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you you have to read into his statement there quite a bit to get something super creepy out of it. It seems to me, boy, I wish I was there. Okay. What does that mean? Where? Where do you wish you were? With Michael Caine to see the (laughs) situation he's talking about. You want to be with the the pregnant woman. I I don't know. I, I don't know. You want to be there that you've learned your lesson and not say bad things to you, I don't know. Could have been absolutely innocent. But he's apologizing. you know, again, of he's course. kind of apologizing well, for right. I mean Morgan Freeman was gonna say, look, I Yeah. I didn't mean to offend anybody. If you were offended, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And uh, you know, I didn't you know I'm eighty, I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yes. And you're if if and what's being claimed uh by this woman and I think another one, right? There's a couple that have spoken There's out. eight. There are eight. Eight that have spoken out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all eight are just uh, inappropriate behavior, right? I mean, like he's inappropriate behavior. or whatever. Uh, because I the think one girl was... Innuendo, and some have said he touched them inappropriately. Like we had the story yesterday oh, yeah, yeah, of the dress. Was, right. And then Alan Arkin told him to stop trying to lift up her dress. And he did. And he did. But you shouldn't have been trying to lift up her dress. I mean, we can all agree on that most of us can agree on that <laughs> okay <laughs> also uh the bishop who uh was so widely praised at last weekend's royal wedding he's an american bishop and went over there and performed the ceremony for harry and megan episcopal presiding bishop michael curry who made headlines uh, for his role at Britain's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle wedding, it's such a beautiful wedding too. Bro, are yeah. you kidding me? That was just—it was a storybook, Jeffy. It was just a storybook. Such book. a beautiful wedding. I, if only I could have gotten up to see it. Wow, that would have been so special. I can send you. The, I've got the download. No, nah, that's all right. I wouldn't want you to have to go through There's that. the whole thing. No, nah, it's okay. I just you know it's too late now. I I'll just it. put it up in the cloud. You can put I, it I just, down, I mean, watch it whenever you want. Late. It's too late. But the uh, bishop has previously branded Trump's America First policy a theologic, a theological heresy for the followers of Christ. Uh, what? What? He also uh, decried the Trump administration as a crisis of moral and political leadership at the highest levels of our government. Joining with other pastors and people of faith, 
Uh, Curry stated the reclaiming Jesus action with worship that overflowed at Washington's National City Church and then helped lead a candlelight vigil that moved from the church to Lafayette Square Park across the street from the White House where they protested Donald Trump. Oh, good. And in part, his America First policy. Now, it doesn't explain in this in this article, how does that, how is that heresy? America First. So you're... The you the president of the United States, you should put some other nation first. Right. right. I mean, that's what? his job. It's absolutely the job of the American president to put this country first. Fix the problems here first, and then we can fix others. How is that heresy? I I, I don't I, know. I guess you should put starving nations first. Maybe, but if you don't fix yourself, you can't be of much use to other people. No other country in the world does for other countries what we do here uh, through the government mm-hmm. and, and through the private. Right. So, or public, right. you know, public. Don't. Yes. Um, what, 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 more, what more do you want? Our public what and private donations almost exceed the rest of the world's combined we're having an argument still to this day about build a wall don't build a wall because people are flooding into this country mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i mean we're just supposed to allow it i guess according to some of these uh boneheads we're, we're just supposed to let everybody who wants to come in come in and then when we collapse who then is going to help the people that are flooding in when, when we collapse on the weight of everybody just storming into our country, then who will help them? Then where will the poor go? Then who's going to be the beacon for the world? You've got to address your own problems first and then be able to take care of somebody else. Great. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. Mercury. Join me on uh, Pac Ray Unleashed 2 immediately following this program every weekday. Like every like noon mo- Eastern. Like, like Monday. Yeah, like Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, not this coming Monday because, uh, know, you know, it's Memorial wanna, Day. I know, but, but if you're, if you're mm-hmm. around, listen, because it's a really good replay. Of yes, it's the best of. Mm-hmm. Really good. And so. then, uh, so we'll be back on Tuesday live with that show. And as Glenn will be back on Tuesday for this one. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about Morgan Freeman, uh, several things, but Morgan Freeman among them. Now, one of the things that happened was on this press junket, uh, he said something so atrocious that his two co-stars <laughs> looked at him. <laughs> and the atrocious thing he said was, boy, I wish I was there, you know, which but, I nobody knows exactly what he meant by that. But, you know, even if he meant, <clears throat> I wish I was there right now. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. I mean, so, even, if, even if he meant that. Even if he meant that what? Of wishing he was there. Uh, but, but by that's the, okay. Are you saying that's okay if he meant that? He wasn't. 
You can't wish you were someplace else. Yeah, I know. I know, but it's just creepy for the guy to be talking to the reporter that way. Now, he was talking to another reporter at a different uh, press junket, and he was clearly coming on to Oh, her. this one he clearly I mean, This was, one he's yeah. clearly. Hi, how are you? I'm better now. Uh, better now, baby. I don't have any magic tricks. I kind of feel like See, this I is early. Yes, showed you. up Remember for dinner before. without anything. I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> got magic written all over you, child. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good. And she's smiling and playing along at this point, but I don't, I don't know. You'd be uncomfortable and you, you wouldn't know how exactly to handle that, even if you didn't like it, right? I mean, but is it a huge deal if this 79 or however old he was at the yeah. time is coming on to this young reporter? I mean, this is on the tour for the the magic movies, right? Yeah, so for the Now You See years Me. Years ago or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he was still young and virile. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, is that a little fun? Well, that's kind of what we're going to have to decide. Uh, is it appropriate still for men to... Uh, hit on women now she didn't say stop it i'm uncomfortable with that uh don't do this she didn't say any of that so he probably maybe he thinks he's got a green light to continue to flirt with her continue to flirt with her and then he might even and in the end if he says hey you want to you know have some dinner want to go here go do that that's when she can say yes or no right yes well that's how it's been in the past right but kind of now with the Me Too movement, I guess there's no way that you ever begin a relationship. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you would do that because you can't. You can't wish you were someplace else, <laughs> right? Okay, you, can't you can't have other people look, look at, at you, you. <laughs> and you can't be happy that you got a little magic going on. I'll tell you that right now. Don't worry about and, it. And he's got that tone in his voice here. This one is I know. He's clearly. Yeah. He's clearly hitting on her. Don't worry about that. Uh, or just being playfully, you know, flirtatious with her. But and is it appropriate for a I don't know how old he was at this time, maybe 74, 75, and she's maybe 30 or younger. Don't you worry about that. I mean, that does happen in our society. <laughs> yes, it does. Especially when you're a man like, oh, I don't know, Morgan Freeman. Sure. Rich, famous, actor, handsome, still pretty pretty good looking. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would joke around if I was a reporter with him. Would you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd you, wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me much. <laughs> But I'm just saying, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I don't know how where 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 you begin a relationship now, right? Yeah, I, and I don't. I, 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 I really don't. Know where don't. That begins. That's that, that's an honest uh, assessment of where we are right now. I, I don't. I don't know how you approach a woman if you're a single man and you find her attractive and you would like to maybe date her or start a relationship. How do you begin that process? Apparently, in the workplace, you can't. You can't. Outside of the workplace, can you? I don't. I don't know. Well, she's complaining about it, so I don't know. Maybe you can't outside of the workplace either. I I don't know the answer. Somebody's going to have to come up with the set of rules that are are acceptable now in 2018 for men and women to and get not together. the generic. Well, you just can't be creepy because that's been uh, that's been a common thread. I don't know since day one. And creepy is in the eyes of the beholder. She might find that 
romantic. She oh, might find that she, interesting. Or, or, she she might he, like it. He's done that before, and and the females have said, "Don't be creepy." And then they then they walk off into the into the flower shop and have a cup of coffee. Who knows? I don't know. Is that where you have a yes, cup you have, of coffee? Yes, Is it a flower you never shop? Had a coffee shop at a flower house? No, I, uh-uh. no that's, I, that's what I do now because <laughs> I'm mad at Starbucks. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, so, not, going, I'm not going to good. Starbucks. All right, yeah. I'm getting my coffee at the flower shop. All right. And that I don't care. It's a powerful even statement. If, Jeffy. Even if somebody looks at me, Pat, I don't care. Seriously? Yeah. Do you wish you were there at the flower shop, <laughs> coffee shop now? I sure do. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm sure a little I'm uncomfortable alone. right now. <laughs> very, very uncomfortable. And I saw our cameraman look at you. He looked at you when you said that. Oh, no. So, oh, no. But what are the parameters of relationships now? I know. It's pretty confusing, isn't it? Sure it? is. I'm glad I'm not single in this environment because what are you going to do? What are you going to do uh, without being creepy, without being inappropriate, without having bad behavior uh, screamed at the top of uh, somebody's lungs at you? That's bad behavior. I, you're creepy. Well, I was just trying to, you know, maybe get her phone number. Maybe go out. No else to do. And doesn't it usually start with flirting? It's supposed to. No, it has in the past. It has in the past. It's supposed to. Right. It has in the past. Right. And there was nothing wrong with that in the past. With a man flirting with a woman or vice versa. And well, then we got into, uh, uh, you know, we told you Harvey Weinstein being uh, turned himself in today. And now he's going in front of a, you know, a judge for bail, you know, later today. And they walked him out in handcuffs. OK, you know, I guess they had to. But come on, he, he turned himself in. You he got some sympathy him, for Harvey, the, too. Uh, that's perp great. Walk with, you give him the perp walk with handcuffs. Come on. But anyway. I, I However, he has not, I know. he's not been convicted of anything No, yet. he has not. And, we and these are that. only two cases against him now in Manhattan. Two, oh, only two cases. Two. Out of 88, they've charged him with two things? That's in, amazing. Right. I know. Wow. And he's denied it. He's denied so, any wrongdoing, any and he turned himself non-consensual. In. He, he turned himself in. I mean, yeah. obviously, that's the deal. But, I mean, he turned himself in, and they gave, they gave him the handcuff perp walk. So, okay, whatever. That's fine. But mm-hmm. his brother... Mm-hmm. Got into trouble for trying to go out on a date with right. a woman. Yeah, Bob Weinstein. Kept say, she said no. He I asked her she, out several times. In the, she in she the was company. all creeped out about it. He was like, I, I just, I just kept wanted to go out on a date. Yeah. He didn't, apparently, I don't think she even accused him of touching her inappropriately so like, or any of that. Inappropriate behavior or something, right? Yes, I mean, because was just, he was asking her out yeah. repeatedly. And it, again, you used to think, well, She's playing hard to get. She wants right. to. She wants to see how interested I am. So I'm going to show I'm her. I'm going to be interested. And it used to be that that was basically okay in most cases, unless you take it too far and she's absolutely shut you down and she's told you to stop forever and then you keep going. I don't know. I don't, where do you draw that line? I, I I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. And by the way, we I don't have, know. And I have very little sympathy for Harvey Weinstein, by the way. <laughs> He's a dirtbag. We all know he is. Yes. Okay, uh, that's clear. We all suspect very strongly yes. that he is. Yes. And that's, while that's he hasn't been convicted of anything no, yet, he has not. he's going to be. <laughs> there's, there's a mountain of evidence <laughs> leaning the other way. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. 
Glenn Beck. Mercury. CNN's Lou Dobbs was speaking to Sebastian Gorka on his show about uh, our new, well, about Secretary uh, uh, Pompeo. And, I like Sebastian Gorka. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't have any problem with him. And I, I think Pompeo seems pretty good so far, too. But uh, Dobbs was taking issue with uh, Mike Pompeo. Uh, and I do find it uh, stunning that Mike Pompeo in office mm-hmm. just a, a matter of weeks has already started using... Uh, the first person singular uh, as if he oh, were no. working for President Obama <laughs> rather than uh, <laughs> President Donald Trump, who is oh, no. always, oh, no. uh, uh-huh. all, all, without exception, yeah. in my experience, he talks about America, Americans, mm-hmm. we, and suddenly we have a newly minted Secretary of State who is talking about himself in the first person uh, it is singular. It is, to me, uh, <laughs> off-putting. Your thoughts. <laughs> Oh, my thoughts. You have nothing to worry about. Well, I, I disagree oh, with Sebastian <laughs> Gorka there. Because if he's using uh, first person singular, the next thing you know, he's going to be dangling his participles. And he might even throw in his I mean, subordination conjunction. I don't know. And if he does that, I think he has to be removed from office. <laughs> I mean, is that one clearly, of the weirdest lines clearly. of questioning you've ever heard? Uh, our our secretary is using first person singular. Your thoughts? Um, <laughs> I think Your it's okay. I don't Your really. Thoughts. My thoughts. <laughs> Did anyone look at him, Wolf? <laughs> when he said when he when he referred to himself in first person singular, did two people on either side of him look at him? <laughs> That would have been a good follow-up question. Because if you know that part of it, you know how serious it is. Right. right. I will say (laughs) that uh, on a serious note, uh, I don't know that uh, he'll be using that first person uh, too long when Trump hears this. Because Trump will say, uh, you'd be saying either me or we. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Or uh, refer to the president. The president this, the president that. First yeah. person singular probably won't work. No, it actually, will not. For Mike Pompeo, no, it will not. In the uh, in the it's scope big, of doing his yes, job, thank you. Yeah, big picture, no, no way he gets away with that much longer. Uh, we've had kind of an interesting situation this week uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area concerning a Texas State Trooper who was accused of sexually assaulting a woman, Sharita Dixon Cole, during a traffic stop last Sunday. Now, they're talking about um, facing charges for a false accusation yeah, now. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, she claimed that he essentially raped her yeah, during yeah. the stop. She put her hand, uh, claiming that the officer, uh, A, didn't like her attitude, put his hand on her thigh, told her she could earn her way out of the predicament as he lifted her skirt, and uh, and she goes on. 
to uh, say that he did more. Wow. So police, thank heaven for the for the body cam because he had what was it like two hours? Yeah, we, well, of body they, cam they footage. Body cam footage, and they had footage from the jail after the arrest when they brought her in. And nowhere did anything like she says uh, happened happen. It did not happen that way at all. It was totally appropriate. He did give her a sobriety test, a field test, and he asked her to, uh, I think he asked her to take a breathalyzer, which she refused in the field, but but took in the office. When you watch the video uh, later on in the jail, she blows into a breathalyzer. My understanding was, and I'm trying to find it in the story, is that uh, she never failed the breathalyzer. You know, she, my understanding was. Oh, that's interesting. But I think that uh, she was uh, arrested for her, uh, you know, the police was like for her safety. So the the police officer may have thought that, you know, she was, the police officer obviously thought she was under the influence, whether Mm -hmm. it was alcohol or not. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. But he, it seemed. uh, But the whole thing was all respectful. uh, Respectful and appropriate. Completely respectful. Yeah, he didn't and her come boyfriend on to her at showed all. up, and mm-hmm. uh, they were, were respectful to him. They were respectful to her the entire time. Meanwhile, activist Sean King, uh, the white black activist, right, pushed uh, her fake narrative uh, on national social media. So they're trying to make out like the the police. Uh, did something really inappropriate and and sexually assaulted a woman during a traffic stop and uh and stir up all of that hatred again against the police department and nothing of the kind happened right right and so you know he uh and so then he later i mean he beat him up he was on her side claimed to be her friend um you know this was horrible we're gonna we need to you know the police are bad all police uh-huh. are bad and uh-huh. then um and then the, oh wait, I, I just the watched the comes two out. hours of video because that's when the that's when the you know the the troopers were like, um, no. And then it's like, well, wait, uh, none of that seemed to happen. But why would you make this up? I don't know. It's happening all the time lately. How many body cams? Right. How many of these images have we seen in the last couple of weeks that have proven uh, that the cops did nothing wrong? Over and over and over again, several, uh, one black woman, one black man, and now this uh, woman, who is also black, have made false claims against the cops, have claimed racism, have said that the police did things that they didn't do at all, and it's proven out by their body cam footage. According to uh, Sharita, though, and uh, and this is in the uh, King uh, Medium article, uh, to this very moment, Sharita Dixon-Cole still insists everything that she said happened actually happened she claims the body camera footage must have been edited to remove the worst parts come on now this is sean sean says this is not unthinkable i have seen it happen before have you sean but he goes on to say it absolutely does not appear to have happened here (laughs) (laughs) i mean he still beats him up Right, you know, it could have it could, could have happened, happened but it, it doesn't look before. like it did happen here. I witnessed the video appears to be in its original original form. I viewed it with an editing expert. They agree nothing horrible took place here. So we're going to beat him up for a little while, and then we're going to say down at the bottom, oh, everything's fine and it's wrong. Man, man, oh man! And when are we going to prove uh, definitively that Sean King is white? Is that ever going to happen? Are we we've already proven it, but is he ever going to admit admit the fact that he's a white guy? <laughs> Working for the NAACP, 
Uh, Sean. Oh, I don't know if he will or not. Uh, it. Stop the madness. Okay. But I, I mean, th- this should be a lesson to all police departments and all police officers nationwide. Uh, never leave home without your body cam because it's exonerated several police officers and a couple of them were right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area uh, just recently. And this here's one that was a really serious charge where the woman claims that she was raped out in the field. Yeah. And and he's got proof positive that that just didn't happen. Didn't happen anywhere in the arrest during the arrest. Not only did it not happen, but he was incredibly uh, polite and pleasant and professional entire time. The whole time. All the officers that you see on the video uh, out in the field and when she was arrested in the jail were all top notch. Yeah. And I think top notch as they can be. I mean, when you're being arrested. Exactly. It's yeah. frustrating. And dealing with people who are irritated right. and angry and uh, didn't they want all, the ticket that they got, they, and they remain professional. I know. It was, it was the whole time. Yeah. But listen, Pat, mm-hmm. it's not unheard of. It's not unthinkable <laughs> that these parts have been edited. Yes. Now, that's not unthinkable, but um, mm-hmm. it doesn't appear to have happened here. <laughs> so bad. I mean, there are ways you can you can tell. You know, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and he well, he even there said Sean, Sean even said I, I viewed it with an editing expert, and they agree nothing horrible took place. Here. Yeah, so stop saying it's not unthinkable. Right, just say it didn't happen. Right, he's got to have an eight-page medium article to say, "Oh, sorry, I was wrong." Jeez, oh, and this is serious enough that they better charge this person. But me, uh, absolutely, she better be charged. Absolutely, this has got to stop because. Uh, when you're making false accusations like this, you're just stirring up racial discontent and, and you're making uh, a bad situation an awful lot worse. It's already a bad situation where the percep- perception is that they're out there uh, discriminating against blacks at every every chance right. they get. Right. And maybe the perception is to Sharita that she thought she could, you know, she would just throw that, you know, all the police and everyone would believe her. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's obviously mm-hmm. how marriage is what she thought. And, I mean, even Sean goes on to say she has no, you know, no arrest record, no mental health problems, respected college-educated professional. You know, the only way he said I've learned many years ago attempting to find a logical explanation for truly illogical behavior is a waste of time. He doesn't know why she did it. Well, either she did it for attention, she did it to set up a lawsuit, or she did it to spark racial discontent. Either way. In any of those those, cases, she deserves to be charged. Absolutely. With falsifying uh, reports. 888-727-BECK. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. Mercury. Glenn Beck. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn. Uh, he's back on Tuesday. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Speaking of white black people, as we were with Sean King, the uh, activist, uh, Rachel Dolezal is back in the news. Remember her? She was the head of the NAACP. Yeah. In I think Spokane before 
uh, we realize that she's a white person as the head of the NAACP chapter in in uh, Spokane, How Washington. Dare you? Well, now. How dare you call her a white person? Well, she is a white person, so she she identifies as black. She feels like black, she's yes. black. She does identify as black. So stop so calling her. That white. was wrong of me. It's a good point. Thank you, Jeffy, for correcting me on that. <laughs> Now she is uh, identifying as somebody who needs welfare, and that's kind of a problem. Uh, she said that her only source of income was $300 a month in gifts from friends. However, yeah. uh, however, the welfare department found out that she had deposited nearly $84,000 in her bank account <laughs> without reporting it. I mean, it's a little more than 300 a month. It is, but you, it's, it's easy to understand how you'd forget just 84,000. It is. Yeah. It is easy. Yeah. You could I just, that slip your mind. Right. You just you, you deposit it. Oh, that's right. According to the investigation, the money came from the sales of Dolezal's autobiography, as well as oh, yeah. the sale of her art, soaps, and handmade dolls. So the, some of that, I wonder if that, some of that came from uh, Netflix, too, because she's got that Netflix Possibly. autobiography, too. Yeah. She's got a documentary. It's not that much. You'd think it'd be more. Well, I bought a lot of her soaps, and uh, the, it was it was not that expensive, so maybe she's not making a lot from it. I don't know. Uh, there's and, a, lot, uh, there's we, a lot of jokes to be made about the Rachel Dolezal soap, and I'm just going to let them go right now. <laughs> and the handmade dolls are nice, too. <laughs> bought some for my uh, my granddaughter. Now the dolls, yeah. Yeah, they're great. Rachel Dolezal's. Uh, off authorities say that uh, she illegally received eighty seven hundred forty seven dollars in food assistance and a hundred bucks in child care assistance. So she's got she's got eighty four grand in the bank. She pays it off. She pays them their money back. That's under ten thousand. Get it? Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> so no, I'm just deal. asking. I'm, I'm just saying. A, I, I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. I think it's probably too late. She should have done that in the first place, but. Uh, now she's in trouble. Well, in the first place, she didn't know that she was. She forgot about putting the eighty-four thousand in the bank account. She didn't right. know that she had right, falsely right. reported. Now they reminded her she could pay him back. <laughs> well, now she's charged with perjury and making false veri- verification for public assistance. I mean, perjury is a little a felony. tough. It was, it's a felony. It a heartfelt forgetful forgetfulness. <laughs> I don't want to be her attorney, so never mind. I hope she gets. You know, if they get the you know, full right. restitution. Uh, yeah, I I didn't even know until this article that she had a Netflix documentary. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, the Rachel Divide. I'm gonna have to look for it because it'll be something that I I may watch when I'm really sick. I I would have to be on my deathbed, <laughs> and that would have to be the only option available to keep my mind off the pain it's, that I'm in. It's brand new, and you know what's good about it? It premiered at uh, New York's uh, the Tribeca Film Festival last month. So I oh, bet you got to believe it's good. De Niro loved it because that's De Niro's thing, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Tribeca. Yes. Yeah, because he may had a couple of interviews with his new York, new New York Times movie that's coming out. Um, mm-hmm. That portrays how tough it is for the New York Times and how good they are of telling stories right down the middle and oh, they're great. Make, vetting everything and sure and how bad Trump is. That was that was prior. Remember that audio of him at Tribeca and that was prior to him kicking Trump out of uh, the restaurants and hotels. Yes, but he was such a angry oh. old putz yeah, at Tribeca. Was. Yeah. And uh, slamming Trump and talking about how good his uh, you know movie was and how good New York Times was, and then uh, 
then he gets that and now they they uh debuted the rachel divide at tribeca too that sounds like a fun place to go doesn't it though i'd be a part of it yeah uh speaking of fun places to go and movies released today is the the big day of the uh solo a star wars story you already reserved your seats already got my tickets i do it yeah we're going this afternoon yeah me too i've got mine you should. I, I you do. should go. I've it's going to be next, next week. I, I heard a review on the way in, and it it sounded like it might be pretty good. They said it was a typical solid Star Wars. Oh, event. That's what that's what that, that's what that's you Star want. Wars people want. Isn't yes, it? it is what we Star Wars people want and and expect. I I just don't I don't know that this is going to break any records or yeah. set the world on fire, but it just looks fun. Yeah. Glenn Beck Mercury.